Hey friend, so if you're a perfectionist overachiever like me and you want help to start shifting the way you think, feel and act so that you can be more kind and compassionate towards yourself, allow yourself to make mistakes and laugh about it and become a more happy, relaxed, calm and confident version of you, then I invite you to book a free consultation and explore how I can help you to do this in the fastest way possible using the most powerful part of your mind. The link is there in the show notes. Bye for now. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Fearsome to Flawsome podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cremonini, and today we are talking about one of my favourite topics, perfectionism, and why it's an identity that can not only hold you back from reaching your flaws and potential, but it also reveals what it is that you may fear the most. And usually it's the big three, judgment, rejection, or failure. And um, personally, I've got a lot of experience with this topic as a self-confessed recovering perfectionist overachiever. So let's just wind the clock back 49 years when I was born through my parents who also happen to be perfectionists. And naturally, you would think to yourself, well, that's how they are, and so that's how I must be, and that's why I am the way I am. And to some extent, that's true. But you're not actually born a perfectionist. You may be born through through perfectionist people, perfectionist parents, or not always, but... The reality is you become a perfectionist. So you become a perfectionist through learned behaviour, by watching others, by testing their reaction to circumstances, um, you know, where maybe you're less than perfect, where you make a mistake, judging their reaction, you know, and what you learn, um, you know, is or isn't acceptable or is or isn't the way to do things or is or isn't the way to receive love or validation or acceptance and that's where it all begins and personally I used to wear perfectionism like some kind of badge of honor you know like being a perfectionist was something to be admired and um, sought after when the reality is it pretty much sucked because it's just super exhausting trying to you know, trying to get things perfect all the time in order just to be good enough, liked, accepted, worthy, or, you know, whatever. Because it takes like, it takes a thousand times longer to do anything because you keep redoing it, you keep editing it, analyzing it, criticizing it, um, primping, pruning, editing, all of the things. And then once you finally get the thing done, thanks Rocco you you're still sweating on it you're sweating on it and you're critiquing it like it's still not good enough and you'll be telling yourself things like you know oh yeah it was okay but it could be better you'll do better next time or worse you might be telling yourself that it sucks and that you suck and that you're a failure and that's certainly some of the um you know the monologue that used to go through my head So in my view, in my reformed view as a reformed or reforming perfectionist overachiever, in my view, perfectionism actually sucks because 
it can stifle your growth. And not only that, it can, you know, suck your energy, drain your energy, suck the joy out of life, and it can seriously and dramatically impact on your well-being, both physically, emotionally, and mentally. Because you'll literally be turning yourself inside out, you know, and tying yourself into knots over being flawless in everything that you do, you know, which is driven by the fear of being judged, rejected, or maybe even labelled as a failure. And so why do we cling to the idea of perfectionism? Well, my friend, it's because it offers the illusion of control. You know, like we're in control. It gives us the um, the feeling that we're in control of everything um, and that we hope that by being perfect that we can avoid criticism and we can protect ourselves from any potential negative judgment or negative opinions from others. And the fear of judgment rejection and failure then becomes the driving force behind our pursuit of perfection. You know, and this becomes a really slippery slope and can I say a recipe for burnout or mental emotional breakdown. So what can you do about this if you recognize this within yourself? Well, firstly, it begins with self-compassion and allowing yourself to be imperfect, just like everyone else around you is. You know, when you look around yourself, notice, you know, notice in the context of how you judge and measure yourself, the barometer by which you measure yourself, you know, notice and have a look around you at all of the other people around you, whether or not they fit the bill or whether they meet the bar that you set for yourself and you know more often than not they don't because you know we're not we're not perfect we're not perfect humans perfect beings we we are human you know and humans we we make mistakes it's how we learn it's how we grow and so that's the first step you know that you can take to be compassionate with yourself and allow yourself to be imperfect like everyone else around you and when you learn to embrace your imperfections or your perceived flaws and then begin to accept yourself with the kindness and compassion that you you know that you usually show for others well I hope you do it's only then that you can begin to break free from the grip of perfectionism you know, and at the end of the day, making mistakes and facing failure, they're all natural parts of the human experience because we've got to fail, we're going to make mistakes, you know, and have these lessons to figure out what actually works and what doesn't and to be able to, you know, grow and evolve and develop as a person just by having those um, those experiences, you know, those failures, by making those mistakes, by by learning, you know, and the best way to learn is by failing, by making the mistakes, not just by listening to others you know they're always the best lessons the the hard ones where we do stuff up you know and at the end of the day life is just really it's just an experiment and the more that you can live life through that lens where life is an experiment where you get to make mistakes and you expect that you'll make mistakes and stuff up drop the ball not get everything perfect not get the you know the a the a plus the perfect score 
have the perfect hair, the perfect outfit, the perfect children, the perfect home, the perfect life, the perfect meal plan, the perfect body, you know, all the things. You got to learn to let that shit go because that shit will literally kill you if you allow it to run your life like maybe you are right now. You know, and um, I speak from experience because I spent decades of my life, you know, living in this identity of the perfectionist and all the other things that came attached to that as well, you know, that was being driven by this deeply rooted core belief that, you know, I wasn't enough, you know, and that I had to be perfect in order to be loved and accepted, worthy. I had to, you know, be perfect to nail everything, to get the A plus, to be the ace at everything. And it's just not realistic. It's not fair. It's not reasonable. And it literally will, you know, it'll burn you out mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, if you don't start noticing these things and changing these things. And if you do find it challenging to face this stuff, you know, or to begin to work towards letting go, and it's not something that happens overnight, you know, it's a process like anything. And you've taught yourself over the years to to be the perfectionist, to live in that identity of the perfectionist because you thought that that's who you had to be in order to be loved and accepted and worthy. And so it's going to take some time. It's going to take work. It's going to take, you know, some bravery and courage on your part to face these parts of yourself, you know, especially if you are a perfectionist because that can feel really vulnerable, you know, admitting that, you know, maybe that there, you know, there's something that's not quite right, you know, that you're not perfect or that being a perfectionist isn't a good thing, you know, and that can be really hard to face that. So if you find it challenging to let go of these things, you know, or to look at these parts of yourself, please don't hesitate to reach out because not only, you know, not only do I have lived experience, like decades of experience, and I have so many personal stories that are all, you know, connected and attached to this identity of perfectionism, but now obviously I have the professional skills as well as a rapid transformational therapist. So I can help you to, you know, to break these, um, these patterns, you know, these subconscious um, thoughts, beliefs, these patterns that are running in the background that are driving you to think and act in the identity of the perfectionist. I can help you with all of that. So that's all we've got time for today. So just remember, as we wrap this up, remember to let go of perfectionism and embrace your flawsome potential, your flawsomeness. Remember that, you know, and it is a process and that can feel hard, I know. So, but it just begins with that willingness to try. It begins with that willingness to let things go and to let new things in. And as my dog Rocco whines in the background, it's time to wrap up today's episode. So thanks for hanging out with me here again today. I hope you got something out of today's episode and I'm sure you have, certainly if you relate to being a perfectionist. So have a great week and um, I look forward to you joining me next time 
on the Fearsome to Flawsome podcast as we continue along our little journey together of self-discovery, of sharing stories, of listening to others and their stories. And, you know, starting to look um, within, within yourself. And until then, remember this and remember this always, even if this is the only thing that you take away from today, remember that you are lovable, you are worthy and you are enough. So I invite you now to go say that to yourself in the mirror a few thousand times until it sinks in. All right. Thanks again and bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Fearsome to Flawsome podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a quick rating and review. It only takes a few moments to do and it's a great way to reciprocate energy to one another. And if you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my Instagram page or Facebook, or you can book a free consult with me via my website. The details are in the show notes. Thanks a lot, lovely. I'll chat with you next week. Bye for now.